Ayo, hey, what is up, sports fans? Welcome into the Buds and Sports channel. Back with another DraftKings episode for week two of the NFL. As always, I'm your host, Doug Lightning Leche, aka 40 Burger Prescott. You know how we do. Or actually, it's more like 40 Burger Parsons. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not on the DAC train, okay? <laughs> yeah, you are. No, no, no. You didn't even do nothing. <laughs> hey, that's good. <laughs> yeah, need no, 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 tur- no turnover. No turnovers. <laughs> He's keeping to his promise. Yeah, keeping to his promise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As always, to the left of me, I have my boy, Buddy McGee. Yo, 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 yo. What's good, everyone? What's happening? What's good? Y'all, Spuddy McGee here. Fifty dollars, <laughs> a little richer on the showdown. I hit on the showdown. Hello. So, yeah, hey. let's go, Cowboys! Thank you. Let's go! Oh, I love it! I love it! I love it! And to the right of me, as always, is uh, Sir Francis. What is good, everybody? Fuck DraftKings! Let's get it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how we feel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly how we feel. Um, good, and, good and bad weekend for the Buzzing Sports uh, this weekend at DraftKings. Um, we uh, we we had a lot of green. We 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 actually played good this weekend. But as you didn't already, Tyree Show, if you didn't have him, he probably <laughs> yeah, he, he probably got left behind. He <laughs> Guess who forgot to put him in his lineup? <laughs> you know, I was I was talking to Dougie Sweaty and I was like, I'm so shocked that none of us called that game out for a shootout. Because in hindsight, it's like, why didn't we think that game would shoot out? No, the thing is we were, but at the same time, like we we're just like, we don't know how two is gonna play, you know? Like, yeah, I, I felt, I felt, it, was, I, it was one of those. Like, it looks so, it looks so juicy. It's a trap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it felt like a trap game, to be honest. Like, yeah. we really thought the Chargers' defense would at least hold a little bit better, a little bit right. better, because you know yeah. they, they had enough on the line to put pressure on Tua to get some sacks, and they have a yeah. decent enough secondary to not allow a big play, and that blew up in our no. face. Yep. Man, if if your lineups were set up mm-hmm. at, with Tyreek Hill as Eckler as your bring back player, you got eighty points off the rip yep. with those two players. Yep. So congrats, congratulations! Congratulations! <laughs> yeah. So this week uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to find our Tyreek Hill in this episode. <laughs> so uh, let's get things rock and rolling. And as usual, we're gonna start off with our QBs. Um. <clears throat> After the first week, second week slates are always a little hard because you don't know who's real and who's fake. But we talked about it a little off air, and I just at seven thousand six hundreds, I don't see why you shouldn't take Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Um, he's playing the Bucks. I don't think the Bucks are that good, or the defense is anything scary. And I do see Baker Mayfield having another solid game which means the Bears are going to have to put up points. And I see Justin Fields running for his life, but this time not being a divisional game against a team they always are ass against. I think uh, they'll have a better game this game, and I think Fields 
leaves this game with at least 20 floor. I think his floor of this game is 20, not 7,600. That's totally fine with me because if your floor is 20, you might going to get me higher than that possibly. So mm-hmm. I think Justin Fields this week is a good choice. Okay. okay. Um, <clears throat> going down the list, it's looking a little shaky, little shaky, little shaky because I, did, I, did, I was looking at Dak, but Jets actually have a pretty stellar defense. Even though they lost their quarterback, it doesn't mean they lost any defense pieces. So, <laughs> um, Jared Goff is another one I'm looking at because it's at Detroit, but uh, I don't know. So, to be honest, I'm going right in between those two guys at 6,300, and I'm going Anthony Richardson. I'm not mad at it. Mm-hmm. He had a good, sh- he had a good showing um, the first uh, game, and he looks like he's going to be able to throw touchdowns and run them. So that's mm-hmm. always a plus in fantasy. Um, with rookie quarterbacks, there's not a lot of film on them, so they tend to usually have like good years. And I don't think Houston's defense, even though they are the best thing about that team. I think uh, with the rookie quarterback on the other side, I do think uh, they'll be on defense a lot. So more opportunities in place for Anthony Richardson. And I see him at least with a floor of 18 this week. And if that's the floor, I'm fine with that at 6,300 because he can go up from there. And, you know, if he hits me at the 23s, I'm happy. Um, So those are my two top dollar quarterbacks of the week. Um, as, we, as we slide into the value quarterbacks, a lot of reds, man. <laughs> a lot of reds. But uh, I think I picked him last week. Um, he dropped 17 points, which is all right. I think he'll do more this week against the Rams because I feel like that this game I feel like it's going to be the shoot, the high scoring. This is the Miami Dolphins game of the week. I can see McCaffrey being the slate breaker, possibly, or 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 on the other side, maybe Puta for some random reason. I don't know, but I do see this game being a high scoring affair. Um, so I'm going with Brock Purdy, five thousand seven hundred. Love it. Uh, I picked him last week, like I said. He did okay with seventeen, but I see him having a better week this week against the divisional opponents. And like I said, I don't know. I see this being a pretty high scoring affair, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, for my second uh, value quarterback, you're gonna have to scroll all the way down, down, Sheesh. get right, get right there. For some reason, behind the rookie Stroud, still behind Minshew. Put respect on the Baker Mayfield Bucks name at uh, five thousand one hundred. <laughs> Respect. Yo, <laughs> man's talking crazy. <laughs> Get your weight up, all right? <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, like I said, I do. That's another game. The Bears Chicago game is another game. Like I told you guys off air, I feel like it's one of two things. It's either ass fest or shootout. But even in an ass fest <laughs> at 5,100, if he does what he does last week, which was a semi shit fest game for uh, the Vikings and Bucks, he scores sixteen, five thousand one hundred. Like that's cheap, cheap, cheap. I'm okay with sixteen. Give me above fifteen, I'm happy with that. Uh, I do see him having two touchdowns this week, so I think um, 
he will be above that 16. And at 5,100, he's able to creep into the 20s. You already got a dub because you now have a bunch of money to invest in other places. Um, so that's my second value of the week. And yeah, those are the quarterbacks I'm riding with this week. What are you, what are you boys feeling out here? You want to take the floor, buddy? Um, Trevor, Trevor, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Yes, sir. You know what? I mean, I'm glad he started off on the right foot this year. It seems like he's only trading upward. Um, it's going into his third year. Um, big surprise was his connection with Calvin Ridley jumped from the start. I thought it was going to be a little bit of a... Um, delay on their their chemistry chemistry throughout the season but no they did they said week one we're, we're starting it right now um yeah i still he, he lawrence does a fairly good job at protecting the football he does sometimes you know he, i think he did a fumble last game so um still some kinks he needs to work with protecting the football but he he still slings it. He has a lot more um, weapons on the on the offense, and um, yeah, I think I think his season from here on out is even better than last season. And I yeah, yeah. I think I agree. I think with KC, yes, Chris Jones just um, resigned with the team, but I still think Trevor Lawrence can definitely. Uh, move around the pocket and still um, produce a, a good enough numbers where we could possibly see a shootout in this game. Yeah. So I like, I like, I, agree. I like Trevor Lawrence. Um, only bad thing is only bad thing. And this is with caution. There could be some rain in Jacksonville. So it might not be a quarterback friendly matchup. Mm-hmm. They'll still, throw the, they'll still throw the ball, but, Rain is expected, so you know it could be something some to consider. Sloppy play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Francis, go ahead. Um, the other game. Well, on the other side of Lawrence, I was gonna say Patrick Mahomes. I think he might be worth it this year, even though he's the most heavily priced. Um, he's just that good. He's gonna. It, he his stats would have been better uh, last game if Kadarius Tony made some plays and met him halfway, but we we kind of saw what happened there. But, yeah. Um. If I you, think if you didn't I, see, you heard. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But I think they clean it up. Uh, I think they're a little more competitive this game. Um. I. Uh, I mean, not that it matters, but I do have the Jags winning that this game. Um. <laughs> Aside from Patrick Mahomes, the other game I like to pick on on this slate is the Lions versus Seahawks. Um, mm. Lions versus Seahawks, I feel like in a lot of ways they're kind of similar teams, but in, in a sense that they're, each other's defense isn't way ahead of the other ones, and each and the other offense isn't way ahead of the other's defense. Like it's it's just a good matchup for some fireworks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think I think it it has potential to be a back and forth game. Um, the over under on this game is I think the second highest I want to say on the slate, mm. um, around forty eight or forty nine, uh, right behind the Chiefs and and Jaguars. So Jared Goff second uh, second year with Campbell, I think he gets comfortable. 
Um, I think we only got a taste of what this offense can do. And Goff missed a big play last game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amon Ra would have had like a, I don't know. I think it was like an eighty-yard touchdown if if he would have saw him, but he, yeah. he didn't see him. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's potential. There's there's potential for for Goff to to hit his ceiling game uh and on the other side of that it goes down into the value you i i don't have a problem with you starting geno smith if you wanted to i was looking at geno i was looking at geno but honestly after watching last week's game it's that 97 guy that scares me on the lines he was causing havoc from a home uh, and i'm like geno ain't no more homes <laughs> aiden uh yeah, Aiden's Aiden's emerging, but I still think the Lions need one more guy to compliment him, so he's not carrying the full. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he makes their defense a lead or nothing, but I, uh, I I just think if he gets the kind of pressure he was able to get on Mahomes on Geno, I think Geno yeah. falls. Yeah, because yeah. I mean it's more on the uh, the Seahawks line is showing themselves already after playing against the Rams. Uh, Seahawks line did not do a great job. At protecting Gino, because to be honest, yeah, yeah, Gino's stats weren't crazy; they weren't that really good. But that was, but he also protected the ball too. So it mm-hmm. wasn't he was a slouch or anything. He didn't turn over the ball or anything. He just couldn't get nothing going. It's just week one divisional things. Like yeah. they, yeah. I, I really do think the Seahawks are better than what they showed week one. They mm-hmm. just probably came out flat a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I think against the Lions, though, they'll be a lot more competitive and, and their offense will get going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I was um, looking at Geno, too, for a minute, and I was like, oh, man, like, I'm just scared. But one, one value I do much agree with you, Dougie, Brock Purdy. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think he'll stay in the 5K range for a very long time. I'm going to die on the hill that he is – gonna be right there at the line of elite quarterback stats this this year mm-hmm. um oh, okay we saw we saw last season what his ceiling potential is that he had a 37 point game mm-hmm. um for the first time in a while i feel like we have a quarterback that can have a three to four touchdown game you know uh he is the first rookie to to win his six, seven starts, multiple touchdowns in each game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. he, he's a gunslinger. The dude is a gunslinger. He's not scared. Um, our, our receivers are going to get best production that they've ever gotten from Garoppolo, from Trey Lance, that we've ever had from the last five to six years. Brock Purdy mm-hmm. is going to ele- elevate their ceilings. To, to a new level. So I think Brock Purdy, he's not going to stay in the 5K range. They're going to want to get as much value from him as as, as possible. Because even, even with Shanahan utilizing Christian McCaffrey a lot, McCaffrey's using the passing game too. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, so, just as much. So Brock Purdy, even using McCaffrey, there is potential for his for his points to come from there too. Mm-hmm. The whole yeah. offense. The whole offense. Now that it's fully unlocked, Shanahan completely trusts Purdy to handle any type of play call, any type of throw. Um, so I, I expect I expect big a big season from Purdy for sure. Um, so I, I I do think. And then you're right, Dougie. For some reason, I feel like is not a shootout. 
I definitely feel like the Niners are going to put up a lot of points regardless. Whether the the Rams are responding or not. Yeah, or not. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think the Niners are – because history says that Shanahan has McVay's defense figured out. Like he the, he always finds a way to put up points against the Rams. There there hasn't really been a, a game in recent memory where it's been super low scoring on the Niners side versus the Rams. Question um, question. So question. yeah, what's up? Is this the closest we're gonna get to looking like? Was it like 2015 Falcons 2.0? Yes, because yes, it it, it smells like that because you got the quarterback. Your receivers are there. You have two uh-huh. capable running backs. Obviously, uh-huh. Devontae Freeman is the Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, we know which one's better. And then the Devon, yeah. uh, uh, Tevin Coleman is Elijah Mitchell. Elijah, Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't used that much last game. But in the future, we could see you know both running backs really doing damage at the same time. And then you got uh, then you got Kittle. You know in the mix as well and mm-hmm. you know it it smells like that offense is coming back again because it's like uh, what you said yeah. that shanahan finally can trust the offense in purdy's hand meaning he could finally shanahan can finally do what he always wants to do with this offense with yeah. at, <laughs> at any time with He'll call whatever play he wants at any time yeah, without the with thought the, of and injuries no injuries really yeah. plaguing this offense now the defense is something different it's good but injuries don't happen but when it comes to the offense which is shanahan's specialty the genius of shanahan (laughs) the genius of shanahan is the offense and it seems like for the time being everything's rotating correctly the wheels are all turning you know enough the first game was the perfect amount of torque to say we know what we're getting for the rest of the season if we keep this mm-hmm. from here on out. Exactly. Because exactly. because what would be more shocking is let's just say Steelers defense plays phenomenal. That just shows how good San Fran's offense was against that defense. Right. So uh, something to consider. Something to consider. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um any more mentions before we get a moving on um, after quarterbacks? No, I I think yeah, you pretty much got the names. All right. Uh, um. That being said, just to recap our quarterback list, my two top dollar guys for this week to look for are Justin Fields and Anthony Richardson. Justin Fields being seven thousand six hundred, Anthony Richardson being six thousand three hundred. My two value guys for the week are going to be Brock Purdy at 5700 and Nabby Bake Bake at 5100 I'm going to now hand it off to my boy Francis, who's going to give us his inside scoopage on the running backs. Scoop? Yo, what's good, everybody? It's another week, another chance. Let's get right into it. This week, uh, just like I was saying before, there are a couple games on this slate that I do want to pick on. So, we are going to pick on, um, unless I find someone above him, I'm going to start off with Gibbs. Gibbies. 
I think I think Gibbs has a workload. Um, just off eye test, you can tell there's a big play in that in that guy. Um, the I like the way he runs. Uh, all it takes is, is a couple good blocks and and him finding his lane. And I think I think Gibbs is going to be very very efficient this year. So um, they did say they were going to gradually work him in. I'm not saying you know we're in week two that he's going to get all the touches, but I do think he sees a little more work. Against the Seahawks, and um, I do like the matchup. I like the matchup that that he has against that defense. I think Gibbs gets his first, at least his first touchdown in uh, in the NFL. Hopefully, he can get you two. Um, after that, you know what? Let me scroll up because sorry, I made lineups, and honestly. I used a lot of value at running back. So I, I'm very familiar with the names in the 5K range, but I didn't really pay too much attention to the top guys. Mm-hmm. But I do like I, I do like B. John Robinson at 7,900 at home against yep, the Packers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Woo! B. John, yeah, that man shows he, he belongs in the NFL. Very efficient. He didn't really get like as many touches as, as you wanted him to, and he was also getting sniped. By uh, Tyler Algier. Hello, Smite. Hey, the man still put up twenty points. So um, this this is an offense that they they have no shame. They're like, hey, you know our identity. We're running the fuck out of this football. <laughs> We're running the fuck out of this football. You see who our you quarterback is back there? We're running. Hey, it. <laughs> <laughs> you see our quarterback, right? Yeah, he's not throwing that thing more than fifteen times if he doesn't have to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So just do that over there. <laughs> But we got two nice ass running backs you gotta deal with. I I think Bijan continues to see his touches, even you know, if he really uh takes his um takes advantage of his opportunity. Sorry, I couldn't not get the words out. If he takes advantage of, of his touches and, and he shows he's the much, much better back, I think moving forward in the season he gets probably seventy percent of the of the volume for the backfield. But for now, yeah, it is going to be a split. However, he is looking good. Looking great. Moving on to value. Um, Pacheco. I like Pacheco. Um, what was, in- was intriguing about Pacheco, even though he put up nine points. Um, he is at 5,700. Sorry, Spuddy. Um, he did get four targets in the passing game, um, mm-hmm. which is which is pretty... You know, for a running back position in, in DFS, that's it's not bad. It's not the best, but it's not bad. You know, you kind of want that four to average out to maybe five to seven, five to eight. But four for the first game, it is it is intriguing to me, and I and I kind of do like his matchup against the Jaguars. Um, they are supposed to be a stout defense, but the Chiefs right now they're lacking weapons. Um, Kelsey might not play again. Um, the wide receiver room is up for grabs on who's WR1. If they can incorporate Pacheco, who have seen what he can do, they, you know, they see, they, they know what he can do. You know, there's no question mark on Pacheco. He is, he's a good runner. And if you can get him in open space, he can, he can do something good for you. But as long as they're incorporating him in the past game, I do think Pacheco is a play, uh, 5,700, I'll take my chance at that price with him from what I saw in week one. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, I am going to take 
Devontae Williams for a second chance at 5,600. Um, he is at home against the Manders. Um, he didn't have the biggest showing, but a hey, six targets in the passing game. Mm-hmm. Um, Russell Wilson is finding him and dumping it off. So, you know, that's even more than Pacheco's. He did catch four of them. But he was targeted six times. So um, even though the yardage wasn't there, uh, they probably need to do a better job blocking. Um, the work, the work for Javante is going to be there. Mm-hmm. So as long as the Broncos is playing good defense, which I think they can do against the Manders at home, especially it's at Denver. It's always a little difficult to play there. Um, Javante should be a big part of this game plan. Um. And honorable mention, Gus Edwards. Right. Gus Edwards. I'll give him, the, I'll give him one. I'll give him one. Yeah, at fifty three hundred. Hey, he he's never been um, Ravens RB one by choice. It's always been through injury. But <laughs> by when, default. But but when he plays, he's efficient, man. I think he's averaging close to around four to five yards a carry with the Ravens. Um, ridiculous, right? So ridiculous. Gus Ed- Gus Edwards gets his yards, and and when he when they get to the goal line, he is pretty reliable at the goal line too. So um, I think I think he has a solid game against the Bengals, who uh, right now they're they're a big question mark. So I'm I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you guys have the floor on this one mm. and uh, talk about it. Mm. Dougie, go. All right, um. Yeah, you hit the head on the uh, hammer on the nail with uh, B. Robertson. He was like the guy I was looking from the jump this week. Um, I like his matchup. Uh, I think TP would be another good uh, choice this week. I mean, I know he's kind of pricey, and I know the Jets' defense is good, but I think they're more better in the passing, which will force uh, Cowboys to run it more. So, um, and I think with our defense playing the way it plays, I think we will try to control the game by running it. So, I think TPC is a good workload, and you never know when uh, he's the guy there. So, getting a full lo- workload, I think he has a chance any day of scoring another 20 mm-hmm. um, or more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Josh Jacobs has a bounce back week. Yes. I think he he hits the twenties this week against Buffalo. Yes, I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna piggyback on that because um, uh, Brees Hall had a great game against Buffalo last last week. Mm-hmm. He you did. Know? He had some big plays with with the fewer carries than um, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just scared. I'm. I mean, for now, I mean, I know the Giants are ass, but I gotta respect what the Cowboys did on defense. And as as long as until I see some cracks in it and and someone that can really go off against them, I'm gonna stay away from that matchup. Huh? Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Um, Brees Hall ran on Buffalo that Josh Jacobs can, you know, oh, replicate. Do the same. Replicate. But do I was just, I was just saying that Brees Hall had less carries than Dalvin Cook, even though that's committee. You know. Oh, he ended yeah. up losing the touch touch battle. He lost the touch battle, but he had the yardage, oh, okay. though. He had the yardage, though. Yeah, he's a bigger play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he had 83 um, yards. Mm-hmm. No, no, I like, I, I like both the running backs. It's just, um, 
I still don't know who's who they're going to feed it to a lot there, but I am starting to think they're leaning more towards Hall. He is the overall, like, with fully healthy, better back, so I think they do want to work him in as fast as he can, especially, like, now that Zach Wilson's going to be back there. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, the running yeah. backs are going to see a shit ton of work. <laughs> yeah. Um, but one question I wanted to ask before uh, I hand over to Spuddy was, uh, is Algier a play at all? Yeah, because he got twenty four, not just sniping touchdowns. So, is he going to be the Jamal Williams of this year? No, uh, both Bijan and Algier are a play. Do not throw the football on this team. Okay, <laughs> they do not throw the football. Team, I'll tell you right now. I think Ritter threw the ball eighteen times. You know right? who? You know who their lead receiver was? <laughs> the Falcons. Kyle Pitts. Mm. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts was their lead receiver. No way. Yep. Okay, Dougie. Dougie. Huh. Ritter. Ritter threw the ball eighteen times. Nine. Nine of those times went to Algier and Bijan Robinson. Had six targets. Algier had three. So half the throws went to the running backs. I'm dead. So yes, Algier and Bijan, they're both plays. Um, it is going to be a headache because it's just like who's going to walk away with the touchdowns that day. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but if you're asking if both are in play because of touch wise, yes, they're both going to get their touches for sure. Uh, you know what's crazy? Is I had Algier on my roster at one point. We all did. But we're we like, all did. <laughs> I, I, I know I did. I, I drafted. Yeah. Like, I drafted up as a handcuff, uh, even though I drafted Bijan. Uh, <laughs> that, that's how. That's how, how confused I was. And you know what yeah. I should have done? Kept them fucking both. <laughs> Kept them both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right, buddy. What are you thinking? No, I mean, like I said, I wanted to piggyback on that Josh Jacobs um, play. Um, oh, okay. I, 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 I really, he's Josh Jacobs top five back, and um, yeah. he deserves to, you know, have a great game after what happened last week. Um, yeah, I think he bounced back. I'll, I'll throw you a wild card. You know, a wild card here would be James Conner. O'Connor, O'Connor. Yes, I think James Conner could have a secretly um, good game against the the Giants. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. We 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 seen him in sparks. We seen him do McCaffrey numbers before, and we're just like, mm-hmm. how? And this would be a great team that he does it against. I think. I mean, in a super grindy game in week one, he he carved out twelve points. Yes, and he he didn't score a touchdown. He still ground, he still carved out twelve points. So yeah, I think if that's his floor, then mm-hmm. then definitely yeah, He's definitely a play. I I mean, based on the offense they have there, I I think he he could average at least one and a half touchdowns a game. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a, that's a great play. That's yeah. a great play. I don't think a lot of people are thinking yeah. James Conner. It's right it's now. it's a great like. How do I make my lineup different than the other pick? And I yeah. think James yeah. Conner is great because I think the lack of attention in Arizona and um the perception like oh Arizona's in trouble because they don't got Kyler Murray or D Hop's gone. Yeah. You know, no, there there are playmakers there. 
just hidden. Yep. And in the right situation yep. against the Giants, they can do something. And I think James Conner is more than capable of doing something against this team. Uh, mm-hmm. I like it. That's all I got. I like it. All right. To recap my picks, I got Bijan Robinson at 7,900 at home against the Packers. I got Gibbs, 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 6,300 at home against the Seahawks. Gibbies. Then we got Pacheco against the Jaguars, 5,700. Pacheco. And Javante Williams at 5,600 at home against the Manders. Manor. All right, we are going to spin this ball and pass it to Spuddy. He's going to talk about wide receivers, and there's a lot to get into here. Like every other week, there's a lot to go through receivers because you just don't know how it's going to play out this week with them. There's so much depth in the wide receiver position. But, 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 I'm sniffing some good ones this week. I'm sniffing the good ones. Um, I'll tell you this. I'm going with Calvin Ridley, seven thousand two hundred. Yes, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm buying in on this shit. Yes, I'm buying in. I'm, I'm buying on yes, because all it took yes. was all it took was one week. Uh-huh. Calvin Ridley said, "I fucked uh-huh. up, and I'm gonna get right back into it." And that's exactly what he did. He he played like he didn't miss two and a half two seasons you know can i just say one one quick thing about ridley spuddy go 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 go. one quick thing about okay i know i know we say kirk got the bag he he got overvalued and they have to justify it but let's also remember the Jaguars signed ridley when he was suspended for a season Mm -hmm. he sat on this man for a year mm-hmm. they're gonna unleash the fuck out of him mm-hmm. and they did they did not sit mm-hmm. on the season on this man for to for him to ride the bench or get mm-hmm. two targets a game mm-hmm. sat on a season to be because they're like you are gonna be wr1 on this team for trevor Lawrence. on this team we need you mm-hmm. okay that's all i have to say go ahead Spence. and you are very right because the, the think of it like really, Calvin really kind of owes Jaguars for taking that chance for them. So of course he's gonna work hard because he's back to having like no bag right now, you know, because he was suspended. No, first I mean, first what happened, you know, uh, mental health, everything like that. But then yeah. right after was the whole gambling suspension. It's like, well, well, oh shit. Then obviously Falcons were like, the fuck do we do with him now? Because. He told us mental health and gambling, so we lost out from a year and a half. And you know what? Jaguars are at the position, after, like literally after Urban Meyer saying, fuck it, we're going to take a chance with this guy. He's going to be part of our rebuild, and we're going to help rebuild him. So it's like a yep. weird, perfect story right now with Calvin Ridley. Like it's a redemption story right now with Ridley, and I'm buying into it. Um, I know Lawrence is um, buying into him. Because, I mean, he almost hit 100 yards, he's got his touchdown, and he had a lot of targets going his way. And, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm buying into it. I think Lawrence really um, digs the chemistry with Calvin Ridley. So, yeah, yes. I'm going with that. Um, shootout game, shootout game, shootout game. Let's go. All right, and my next 
top dollar pick. I, this one's actually a pretty hard one. This of who I want in the second spot right here, because I got two names, and these are two names back to back right next to each other, and I'm like, ooh, who do I go with? Who do I go with? Um, but I'm gonna go with Michael Pittman Jr. at six thousand three hundred. I like it. That's another guy I like you know, this week. Yes, you know, I I hope on the honorable mentions you guys pick the next guy, but I'll leave that to you. But I, mm-hmm. it's kind of like what we're explaining off air. We think Anthony Richardson is going to have a very high ceiling for a rookie this year. Um, he he's not afraid to you know try to air it out, um, do do some playmaking. Mistakes probably will happen, but that doesn't mean he's going to stop throwing the ball. You know, it's not like he's not going to be discouraged. He knows he knows how to hit his targets. And I think Michael Pittman is finally going to be able to really um, reach his true potential because he has a competent quarterback or a non-aging quarterback, to be exact, because um, he's been kind of stuck in this limbo of having farewell tours (laughs) as his quarterbacks. So finally he has a, a young quarterback that could get the ball to him and you know, build some real chemistry with um, quarterback as, as well. So Michael Pittman Jr. is going to be on this roster against the Houston Texans. Now we're I going like to it. now we're going to value, and this this is another situation that I kind of like. I didn't regret it, but it was an either or situation of how I was going to choose it. And last week I chose the wrong receiver of this team. But as I, I I feel like, yeah, I'm flipping it this time, but I feel like he's going to have another great game again. And the person I'm speaking of is Brandon Ayuk at 5,800. We are thinking too alike this week. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I, sir. I, 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 you can see the chemistry with Purdy and Ayuk a lot. It, yeah. It's a lot stronger yeah. than uh, Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Who cares about it? Garoppolo. Right? Yeah, yeah. Garoppolo. Yeah, no, no, no. Chill, 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 chill. What did, what did he Garoppa do? Throw? Hey, what did he do? What, oh, yo, chill. <laughs> Jimmy G and Ayuk's chemistry is nothing compared to Brock Purdy's and yes. and Ayuk's chemistry. Yes. You you sense it? It's different. Ayuk's not in the the Shanahan doghouse, and um, I think we're gonna see a replica of last week's performance into this one. Do I think Debo Samuel is gonna get more involved? Yes, but I I I, I like this Ayuk combination. Um. Yeah. Yeah. This Spuddy. Yes. Yes. Let me. Let me. Let me have this. The hottest take I was talking about off air. Oh. Okay. Okay. Go for it. Go for it. Ayuk is gonna be a top five receiver by the end of the season (laughs) for 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 fantasy for fantasy. Okay. We need to start thinking about Ayuk in the same way that we think about Justin Jefferson's. Uh, the Francis when Devonte when Devonte Adams was yes when Devonte Adams was with the Packers to that level to that level I think Ayuk you said now that five. there's a real you said five is a real quarterback in the 49ers organization it was the last piece that was missing for Shanahan to fully unlock his playbook and I think Ayuk just in time is emerging to be a true 
who are one on that team because he all it all it took was week one. Why for me? It didn't happen in just week one, flash in the pan, like oh Ayuk has arrived. For me, I have seen Ayuk ending every single year of his career since his rookie year, and all the hype that was being talked about in training camp came true in week one, and that's all I needed to be like, yes, he he has arrived. Our WR one here, so Ayuk I think will average ten to fifteen targets a game. Mm. And this man's this man's route tree is deep. His bag is deep. It, it, when you what you saw him do to Patrick Peterson, it is not the first time he <laughs> left somebody in the dirt. It's not. <laughs> he be breaking ankles. He gets wide open. Um, so Ayuk has ascended. He is. He has arrived. He will be a top five wide receiver. He is not gonna stay in the five thousand dollar range. Just last week, he was forty nine hundred. Up this man's price a thousand dollars, and I promise you, by the time we get to the middle of the season, he'll be well around seven thousand or higher. Very, very interesting. Francis talking bold, but this is the boldness I I actually kind of agree with. Now I. Top five. I'm not saying you're wrong, Francis. I'm not. I'm just not. But, it's okay. But it's okay. Uh, I am gonna let, die on the hill. I, I, no, 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 no. You're not dying on the hill. I just, I just, you know, <laughs> I just need, I, I just need like an, another game. I just need one more game. I just need one more game. Okay. And this is why I'm gotcha. buying into it. That's why I'm buying into it right now. That's why I'm saying I'm giving it a try. I'm giving it a try. At you. I, 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 in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know. I'm not going head first like you are, my friend. I'm 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 oh. I'm going I'm going to wait. said I'm about to die. Oh, no, I'm I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. If I'm hitting water or concrete, don't matter. Hey, I'm hey, hey, oh, hey, hey, Francis took the dive. He's still underwater, but we're not worried yet. We're not worried yet. There's there's no there's no bubbles or nothing. Just a big old splash. And I'm just slowly getting the water. Big old slap. You know? <laughs> Once we see a few bubbles, then I'm going to get worried. But right now, yes. I, I, we're, we're enjoying it. And I, I I like the pick, but it's very disrespectful that both De, um, Debo Samuels and Ayuk are under under 6,000. Yeah, crazy, it's right? Crazy. Crazy. But to end up my value picks, here's a name. Here's the name. Nico Collins, 4,800. Like it. Mm-hmm. it. Nico. Nico. Hey. Number one receiver, basically. I'm, I'm saying it. He's the number one receiver in Texans. Yeah. Number one receiver in Texans. And he's only valued at 4,800. Yeah. Six yes, targets. Sir. I mean, six catches for 11 targets. 80 mm-hmm. yards. 80 yards. A tub. If you add a tub in there, guess what he has? Yes. 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 23. Yeah. Well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> It'll, it, it would be around there, yes. It'd be like 20, right? It'll be 20. Uh, yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. be 20, but then, but then he'd be that much closer to the 100 yard mark, and then you'll get your three bonus points. Exactly. So, like, he, go, he, he almost got there. Yeah, exactly. And you you know that they're going to keep on, you know, going with him rather than Robert Woods. 
Robert Woods yeah. is going to be the complimentary number two. He's going to have some mm-hmm. big games, but at the same time, we know the the R, uh, the WR one is Nico Collins, and he finally gets to show it with a young quarterback. And yeah, I I, I like the pick. I think it continues. Um, great value for the time being, and, and um, like having a flex option, or you know. So yeah, Nico Collins. Yeah. No. Um, I love, it. love the big. What do you What do you guys What are you guys seeing in this vast receiver column? I'm not gonna lie, buddy. I made a bunch of lineups, and you mentioned Ridley. You mentioned Pittman, Collins, Ayuk. These are all guys that I have mixed and matched around <laughs> around my lineup. So, mm-hmm. ever reading the slate the same this week? It, mm-hmm. Confirms a lot of the things I I kind of feel and see, but I guess honorable mentions. Uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown. If we're gonna pick on that Seahawks Detroit game, mm-hmm. um, I mean he is pricey, but he is the true one at, in the Lions. Mm-hmm. Um, we are expect. I mean, at least I'm expecting a high scoring game. Um, I think the Lions get rolling. There's plenty of touchdowns to go around. Whether you're starting Gibbs, whether you're starting Brown, you could honestly possibly do both if you wanted mm-hmm. um and then kind of a dice roll to kind of uh um have as a bring back player in that game would be tyler lockett mm-hmm. um metcalf had the much bigger game first week and then there is that rookie that that is kind of eating into some targets as well but tyler lockett is that type of boomer bust player he does tend to have a low floor when he's not the guy that game. But we have seen him have breakout games from mm-hmm. 27 to, to 34 points. Mm-hmm. Um, he is that big bomb guy for, for Geno Smith. So um, all it takes is one connection and you're looking good on Lockett. Um, yeah, other than that, man, I, I love Ayuk and Debo this week. Um, I think you can run them too in in a lineup with Brock Purdy. I think the the Forty ers are going to put up a lot of t- uh, a lot of points uh, this Sunday. Um, and yeah, I think Debo is going to be used more as a gadget type of guy on this offense, uh, with Ayuk being the true WR one. Mm-hmm. Um, but Debo is going to get his touchdowns because as Debo Samuel, he's going to find the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they are going to have plays, plays drawn up for him. Well, what are you thinking, Dougie? Um, value. Uh, I'm going on a limb here a little. And um, I kind of like Hopkins matchup this week. I know he's kind of pricey, 6700 But he's going against that weak Chargers defense that just let <laughs> Tyreek like fucking run all over him. And I know it's fucking... Burger King, Tannehill, but <laughs> um, I can see the game script going Chargers blow them out and Hopkins get a lot of yards and maybe get a garbage time touchdown to get them over 20. Or I can see the Chargers going up by a lot in the first half and then that Chargers being the Chargers and letting Titans come back and somehow steal this game from them. But um, either way, I do think Hopkins has a good game because I know when I did watch the Titans, they were using him a lot. And with the the garbage game Tannehill had and the garbage game the Titans had overall, he was still able to eke out 13 points, mm-hmm. almost yeah. a 15. So, like, I, I think 
this game we can see Hopkins hit, hit his twenty. I don't think he'll. I don't think not because of him, because of Tannehill. I don't think he'll he'll have old Hopkins numbers, but I think he'll have good games on good matchups, and I think this is a good matchup for him. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as value, I mean, you guys mentioned a lot of guys. I, I would pick, you know, obviously you and Debo being down there. Um, I like uh, Zay Flowers at five thousand exactly. Mm-hmm. Ooh, um, that's a good one. He got 17 last week in, a, in another grid of game. Um, and I think Lamar is liking him. Lamar was uh, going to him a lot. And with Mark Andrews still being up in the air, if he's playing, if he's out, I think Zay Flowers is a start. Um, like and 4,900, the last guy I just want to mention is, you know, Puka. Puka! 4,000. Four thousand nine hundred. You know, if you want to, if you if you want to pick on that uh, San Francisco Rams game, if you're like me and believe it's going to be a high scoring affair, um, if you think the Rams are going to be able to keep up, um, I think Puka will obviously be involved in that. So yep. he'd be a name I'd look out, and he's bring at the back, price he's bring at. It back, bring it back. Yeah, the price he's at. Um, it's worth it. He, 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 it's worth it. Yeah, he he doesn't have to do too much for you to get your money's worth. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, as long as Cooper cups out these next three games, I mean, his Rams receivers are going to be a play. <laughs> Puka Tutu. Right. Um, yeah, that's it for me. Like I said, I agree with everything you guys said. You guys nailed it mm-hmm. on the head. All right, let me wrap yes, this sir. up then. <laughs> All right, for my first top dollar guy, we got Calvin Ridley, 7200 Yes, sir. Up next, we got Michael, go. Michael Pittman Jr. at 6300 Then, for our value, 5800 Brandon Ayuk. Finally, we got Nico Collins, 4800 All right. Yeah. All right, now let's move on to the tight ends. What tight ends are we liking? Or not. Yeah. fake tight ends are shaky right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're, shaky. The, the value right now um, for a tight end is very rough, but there are some highlights. There are just yeah. some. Just some. I think Ingram has the best matchup this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's if Kelsey or Andrews doesn't play. But um, yeah. I think he has a really good matchup, and you know, if if Kansas City is going to be Kansas City and Jacksonville is going to be that shootout, uh, I think he has a, a high chance to get in the end zone and catch a couple targets. Yeah, yeah, it's it's rough. Tight end position really died in the recent seasons. Um, yeah, it um, did. Yeah, just got to get lucky with a touchdown, basically. But, yeah, um, basically, I mean. High usage tight end. I mean, Komet gets his targets. He was five for seven. Um, Detroit's rookie was five for five for thirty nine yards. So th- there's a play yeah. right there. Yeah, I was I was looking at um, Lions tight end. They did utilize him mm-hmm. um, more than I thought they would. And that five targets is appealing at that price, especially in a potential shootout game. Yeah. You're, you're um, like with with a tight end, you're just hoping they catch every ball that's thrown to him. I'm gonna say at least four times, 
and get like yeah. 50, 50 to 60 yards. The bonus would be if they got the touchdown. Uh, the, mm. the days that the tie, a tight end is more like a receiver is dwindling, one might say. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really just look at your matchups, see see if it's a matchup nightmare for the other team and, and ride with it. We got the Kelseys and the Mar- uh, Mark Andrews, but they're not playing right now. Um, Darren Waller didn't really do much against the Cowboys, which I think we've all seen why. And yeah. it just seems like Kittle is in an emergency at this point because hey, they're they're keeping him as a blocker, they're keeping him tight, and um, yeah, Kittle became the fourth option in that offense. Mm-hmm. He does crazy. He didn't because with the acquisition of McCaffrey, Ayuk becoming who he is, and Debo, he didn't have to lean too hard on Kittle. He'll he'll have his moments though. Oh yeah, definitely. It's just it's a week by week basis with the tight end situation, and no one's really sticking out as okay. We need to go with this guy a little bit more, Um, right? But yeah, other than a few guys, um, Laporta from Detroit. Good, good points right there. Uh, Musgrove for the Green Bay actually, you know, put some points too. So the targets are going there. So yeah, yeah. Um, ah, yeah. The tight ends, shaky, but I think most of the guys we mentioned are probably the the top guys right now. That with the actual two top guys being out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe good old Conker if you want to just Conker. do it for the lows. Low, low, low. <laughs> All right. Well, um, let's uh, flex over to the defense real quick. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we got popping there. Um, I mean, I think you can't go wrong with the first two in the slot. You got Niners defense and Cowboys defense. If you are on yeah. the Francis side of things and think it's going to be a 49er dominant game, I think Niners would be a good play. Unless you think what I think. Shoot out. Um, after what Dallas did, I mean, how can you not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, scrolling towards the bottom. Looking at the bottom here, if you want to save your money and pick the best of what you have. I think Cardinals defense would be a good play. Yeah, I was, I was literally going to say, I think Cardinals would be your best yeah. shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Because, I mean, after what we saw against the Cowboys, Giants just looking lost out there. Mm-hmm. I think I think Cardinals can muster up at least 10, to, 10 points for you. For, yep. for 2,600, that's pretty good. As long as it's that's not fine. negative. As long as it's not negative. Yep. Negativity. Uh, uh, um, I, if you really wanted to take the reach on the Raiders and say Josh Allen has another shit game, I guess you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've seen, seen a post today that I swear was so accurate. It was like, Josh Allen is either looks like the best quarterback and one of the best quarterbacks in the league or like he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. There's no in between. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, did, he did lose his quarterbacks coach. It's a new one this year, mm-hmm. and the guy has a track record of making his quarterbacks look good. So I don't know. Uh-huh. Josh, Josh Allen might be in for a long season. We'll see. 
I think the Broncos defense could be a play. They're at home. They go against Sam Howell. 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 You know, I think on paper, I guess you can make the argument, but on paper, the Raiders do have a better offense than Mm -hmm. the Manders. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll I'll tell you right now, if, if Broncos... If Broncos lose to Washington or win by less than three points, I'm done with the Broncos. <laughs> Franchise is garbage. But I do think the Broncos, yeah, defense will have a strong game. They'll have a strong yeah. game. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, boys ain't got nothing else to say about these defenses. Nada, nada. I think that's going to do it for us this episode. Um,. Whew. A lot of good advice out there. A lot of great discussions for you guys to go over this week and see what you like in DraftKings. Hopefully, we help one of you guys win. Shamula. Hopefully, one of us here can win some yeah, Moolah. Hopefully, we know. help our, ourselves win rather than. Huh. <laughs> Congrats to Spuddy for uh, the 50 you won last weekend. $50.25. Taking first in DraftKings is hard to do. So, whenever you do yeah. it, getting good shit. Good and congratulations, Francis, to having the best lineup of the weekend, but yes. somehow lost. <laughs> I just I forgot Tyreek. Forgot he existed. <laughs> um, thank you guys for tuning in to these episodes. As always, uh, we have the Dookie list up right now on YouTube. Dookie, dookie, We're going to have the audio up on the podcast channel soon. Um, we got Spuddy Quick Picks this week. Uh yeah, I was actually gonna record it today, but hey, we got the fantasy done right now, so I'll do it. To, I'll do it tomorrow night, definitely. Hey. So we got buddy quick fix this week as well, and then we have our Buzz and Sports lineup coming on the social media, so you guys can take a look at that, comment at all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, definitely hit the follow button on our socials. Hit the follow button on the all your podcast listening apps, and definitely give a subscription to the YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Show, show love to the boys. We do this for you guys. And yes, we love talking sports, you know? As always, we got the buzzing sports. He's Steven. He's Francis. I'm Dougie. And we are out of here. Get your weight up.